So this is how Liberty dies. With thunderous applause. episode of Women of the Wills. My name is Nettie and I'm joined here today with my two other co-hosts Tammy and Molly and we basically we just wanted to sit down and, t- and talk have a heart-to-heart conversation that is much needed right now uh, during this time that we're having in fandom of what it means to be a woman in fandom. Being a woman in fandom is different than being well a regular white male. No offense to the white males out there, but it's different. Uh, We have to deal with a heck of a lot of, I don't know how you would put it, uh, let's say sexism, from uh, the majority of the male part of the fandom, Um, you know, for one reason or another, you know, because we're not into... we're not as into Star Wars as they are because we like the relationships more or we don't really care about the ships or the lightsaber fights, whatever. It's just generalizations that pile and pile and pile up. It's never ending. I could go on. Basically, being a woman or a minority in fandom is different than being a white male because we're treated as if we're an outlier, an abnormality in fandom. Why is that? Don't know. Because there are a lot of us in fandom, like so much. The majority of the fans that I interact with on a day-to-day basis, Star Wars fans specifically, mostly all women, mostly all of them. And mostly they're all also minorities, you know, non-white, Hispanic, like myself, you know, we're, we're there. And definitely we enjoy fandom just as much as the regular people regular people being white males, because apparently that's the regular default nowadays. Um, (laughs) We enjoy, you know, fandom just as much as them. So we wanted to talk today and it just be kind of just a session where we talk and just kind of let it out because we need it. And this is not going to be our Rise of Skywalker talk yet. I know we still haven't gotten to it yet, but these things need to be addressed right now before anything else. I feel like this is top priority. So, 
Tammy, Molly, I'll let you guys talk now. I, w I don't classify myself as a minority, but as a lot of my, um, you know, friends on online and definitely my friend, friends, my, <laughs> my friends um, in real life. Um, I'm, I mean, I am Jewish. I'm completely Jewish. Like we all um, in the Jewish community, it's like, we, we know like how Jewish someone is, but like to the general community, we're all kind of the same. And I mean, I was raised in a Jewish household by Jewish parents and my dad's uh, parents uh, escaped Nazi Germany were both in separate concentration camps that, um, you know, in, in Germany and then um, didn't find each other until America. And um, my dad was raised by, you know, immigrant parents who had no money, no, no English, nothing, um, and managed to get out before it got really bad. And so I've been raised with, you know, uh, that type of, um, within the Jewish community, the ones that um, had, you know, the Holocaust very close to them, it's, it's like, we're just raised a little bit differently. Like my mom's side of the family, it's not entirely the same because they're already here. And so I can relate a lot to those second generation American whose, you know, parents were the first generation, you know, Americans here. Like, you know, it's, I understand like how it is be, being with, uh, within a family where, you know, you've had immigrant grandparents or parents and um, just being in a minority community and uh, the only difference is that you know we're have we struggle with how we um, I don't know it's just like we can hide it but mm -hmm. at the same time we feel like outliers and mm -hmm. um, that's been really hard there's not a lot of us especially as women and especially in Star Wars fandom and I just felt, I'm sorry, like, I know that was a little long, but I feel like it's important because uh, it's not something that I really enjoy talking about publicly. And it's because it's really hard to put it into words. Um, and that wasn't my intent as a fan, like to make me being a woman or me being a Jewish woman, a, like how I classify myself as a fan but it's become that. And I feel like I've had to use that a lot as a defense and it shouldn't be like that. But at the same time, at least it opens up those channels um, because I don't think that this fandom has had these conversations. I agree. And thank you so much for sharing that story. I, I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> you, you opened my eyes to it. I didn't know that. We talk a lot. So I know. Yeah. That's what the point of this conversation. Another point, uh, Tammy, I'll get to you in a second. Um, really is, I really want this conversation to, I almost want to say learning experience for those who do not, yeah. you might think you know our side of the fandom, you know, as women, as minorities, and even further down as, as Raylos, you know, it's like, it's like a funnel, it gets narrower and narrower, you know, the more you go on, and it's like, <laughs> not a lot of people know our experiences, and we're very often dismissed, and I'm tired of it and we all are. And especially after this weekend, that needs to be said. So Tammy, if you would please. Yeah, exactly. So I do wanna, uh, I guess, so this is Tammy. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Hi Tammy. Uh, <laughs> Hi. 
So we're talking about uh, how our experiences have fans have been uh, like in our particular backgrounds and what we bring to the table and everything. Um, I've been a female Star Wars fan since I was eight years old. <laughs> and oh. as a little girl, it was like, even as a little girl, it was hard to uh, identify yourself as a Star Wars fan. Um, and people might look at you weird because it's like, you're a girl. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're supposed to be doing other things. Um, and um, as a little girl, I also got like, I would say intimidated off of Star Wars fan places online when I was like 12 or 13 because wow. nobody there that I identified with that was able to connect with me about the same things that I liked. No Padme fans. No, everybody thought Padme was stupid. <sighs> and so... I got like bullied off of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got bullied off the message boards when I no. was uh, on starwars.com back in. I, that makes me so mad. <laughs> wow. I was there later and I was there at some point after, I don't know, like around that time or after you and like, if I had just met, like we just missed each other, like two it's ships so crossing sad. in the night. <laughs> so sad. So sadly, like, like that's, that's the thing is if you see, have what is considered a niche thing and you don't see anybody that's represented in, in this fan space and you don't encounter anybody, you think you're a weirdo. You think you're, um, you know, you're not, you don't belong. And that's what, that's a lot of this is, people feeling like they don't belong and um and I guess for my my particular experience that I, I want to get into a little bit more after that because that was you know that was a while back it's still relevant now like the main concepts but that particular experience was a while back um it's I agree it's still relevant to me <laughs> oh, yeah. but um the the other thing is you know as as a, a specifically a Kylo fan um and and Arelo, uh people it seems like they just give you reasons why you shouldn't be doing what you're doing people are trying to tell you that you need to be you're not doing star wars right like you have to do star wars a certain way you and that's it's the same thing when i was a little girl you're not doing star wars right you have to do a certain way and as a as a woman who's a kylo fan um and who found something in particular in kylo that i identified with which is um him and his mental health stuff that I saw in him and his, um, his trauma. So like he just like as, as the trauma survivor myself and as someone with mental health issues, I saw myself represented in on screen when I, when I would see his story happening. So, um, you know, people will, t I, I even saw people say like, you can't have uh, head cannons like that about this kind of character because that's bad and that's wrong. And you're saying that, you know, people that are mentally ill are going to go and be mass murderers and all this kind of crazy stuff. And it's like, when I see this character, I'm inspired, not, you know, the other way around. Right. So, so um, there was a particularly bad day. <laughs> I think it was, uh, it was in August of was that 20 that was 2017 or 2017 yeah 18. I, was it I, I think it was it 2018 um 2018. I think, yeah 2018 August of 2018 so I think it was August 7th if I remember correctly August 7th of 2018 oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, we as a as a fandom there it just kind of a lot of stuff came to a head with um people talking about how um how 
a certain sect of fans that were redemption believers, you know, that type of fans were wrong and and basically they were interpreting the character wrong because um, there are people in Lucasfilm even that interpreted the character differently. And of course, interpret stories and characters however you want. But mm-hmm. um, the issue was that a lot of us who saw ourselves represented felt invalidated, felt like our our opinions were being overruled. So I created this hashtag where um, uh, just like a space for us to be able to talk about how we saw ourselves in Kylo. And it was uh, the hashtag Kylo story on Twitter. And um, I just talked about my own personal experiences um, as a trauma survivor and someone with mental health problems. And um, I talked about how I saw myself in Kylo's story and um, how it was inspiring for me. And everybody kind of, uh, if they had, they felt like they had a Kylo story to share um, a lot of people were sharing Kylo stories and, and just using the hashtag as a place to offer support to other uh, people who were neurodivergent or had uh, were trauma survivors. So it was a really positive and wonderful place and time. But the reason why it had to be created was unfortunately um, a kind of a, a negative reason. But uh, out of it, we found you know some time to be able to you know comfort each other. Exactly. And I even shared on that hashtag as well. And it was extremely powerful and it was awesome, you know, and like, thank you for doing that again. Cause like some, I have um, a few people's like bookmarked that like really spoke to me like from way back when, and sometimes I'll still go back and I'll look at them and then I'll remember and I'll message that person. Like, you know, it like, it made a lot of connections, you know, and I met a lot of people that way that day. And again, as you know, my experience in the in the fandom as a Latina uh, woman uh, who is also say, disabled, and it's like, it's like almost as if, you know, in society, like, you know, we, we talked about this, it's like trying to find your, it's like people telling you you don't belong. I already get that in real life. And to have that mm-hmm. here really for lack of a better word gets my goat because it's like it's supposed to be you know like a safe space and we have people taking this way too seriously and telling us like we'll move on to our next segment which is um we'll go from there okay our next segment i'm gonna cut myself off (laughs) our next segment (laughs) is uh what and who are raylos again this is an educational episode so not everybody might know you know exactly everything about well everything um Raylos are people who ship ray and kylo ren we all are on this podcast all of us and for some reason this is a problem with a lot of people online because i've never met anybody in real life who has a problem with it <laughs> but i know not everybody's like that i know other people have but personally i haven't i've only encountered things online and luckily for me and how it be the reason why people are so against this ship is a lot of things get thrown at it but the main number one one is that it's abusive well okay kylo ren brought ray to the interrogation room in the force awakens and interrogated her i wonder why oh wait 
That's because it's a war is going on and they're on two opposite sides. I don't think they're boyfriend or girlfriend yet. I don't think they have a relationship yet. I don't think they even know each other. Did he do this earlier in the movie and did we call it them, you know, an abusive relationship, you know, with Poe and um, Kylo? No, no, we didn't. And again, it's all about, it's all about gender, unfortunately, with when it comes to this, because you come into, go to old, to legends, EU, you have Mary Jade and Luke Skywalker, everybody ate that up, and Mary Jade, whoops, was the hand of the emperor, so she was not a good guy at first, but they fell in love anyway in the EU, and they got married, and also Bastilla Sean and Revan, Bastilla Sean turned to the dark side, but Revan ended up rescuing her after this whole complicated thing that happened, but Revan was also originally on the dark side. They ended up switching. Anyway, Bastilla was rescued by Revan. And everybody also loved them as well. Here we have like a gender flip version of both of those mm-hmm. things. And everybody has a problem with it. Like, that's what it seems like online anyway. Seems like you're surrounded, right? But at the same time, we as women especially have found safe spaces online. And it's just fabulous, you know, how we've all connected, you know, through that. And it's not, definitely not all bad. And I enjoy being able, that's how I met my co-hosts. <laughs> I met them online, you know, we all form these relationships online first. And then, then this, you know, happened. And it's just become like this awesome thing. It's the shipping of these two fictional characters has brought a lot of people together. And more than it has, I think, done bad I, I think it's done more good than bad the things that have happened online and i feel like again the railos are like a certain niche in the fandom or at least that's what they're treated as but there's literally so much of us out there in the general audience really because my experience with the general audience people who would just you know casually view this they're railos and they don't even know it so it's like it's become a general audience thing but yet it's treated as niche fandom online and i don't know i if you guys wanted to touch on this because like how does that divide get worse as being not only a woman in fandom but being a woman who ships this fictional pairing in fandom well you feel immediately like you have to like check and make sure that everyone you're interacting with is okay with that. <laughs> um, oh, and I mean, it's it's definitely not bad to. Tammy, can you tell yeah. us why we have to check and make sure? You know, why why do we feel like we have to check and make sure everybody we interact with is okay? All right, let me tell you the story of when I first joined Twitter. Go Star Wars for it. Twitter. Go for okay, it. so my very first Star Wars Twitter account, which is I think was four Twitter accounts ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen two, I think. Yeah. So this one was, um, I think, four four Star Wars Twitter accounts ago. Um, was in between, this was before The Last Jedi came out. Um, I think it's around the time of Rogue One when I started listening. So before I started listening to Scavenger's Horde, um, before I knew I was a Raylo, I was just like, I love The Force Awakens. I think Ray is awesome. I don't know about that Kylo guy yet. I'm going to put that somewhere in the back of my mind because I don't have the mental headspace to deal with all of the stuff that he drags up inside of my brain and my heart. So I was just compartmentalizing him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was like, I love Ray. 
I like Star Wars. This is awesome. I joined Star Wars Twitter. I started trying to make friends with other mainly girls because in my in my past fandom experience, I'd always just been like, I'm going to try and find ladies that are the <laughs> fans of the same things I am because usually it's a little bit more of an understanding space. And then um, as I joined Star Wars Twitter, I found that uh, a lot of people uh, were like really had really intense things to say about Kylo um, specifically and uh, then I started like I was like yeah maybe I let me start thinking about this a little bit more <laughs> and so like let me confront some of my stuff that I got going on in my brain uh, with this character and um, I started like reading some meta I started watching like videos on like analysis videos on YouTube and I found a video that was explaining what Raylo was um, and uh, explaining Ben Demption theory. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> like I was so pumped. And um, there was, I think, a joke from that video where uh, it talked about like, it was a video it was basically like, like one of the things they mentioned was, how could Ray have beat Kylo in that snow fight? Yes. And they were talking about this stuff in the video and, and um, some, one of the points might've been about, I think Kylo, like not wanting to hurt her. Um, like on purpose, he wasn't trying to hurt her. Um, so I, I mentioned something about that on my new Star Wars Twitter account that I'd had for maybe three or four months. And I'd had a lot of mutuals and stuff like that. And um I immediately started seeing, like, within the next couple hours, a lot of subtweets mm -hmm. on my feed that were like, I think Oomph is a Raylo, one of my followers. Oomph. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I didn't know this! <laughs> and I was like, and they were like, OMG, a Raylo's following me. So, like, like, some of this crazy, like, I was just like, what the heck? Like, we Why? had the plague or something. I mean, <laughs> like, what's wrong with this? And then um, I have been following like high profile Star Wars Twitter people. And I started noticing these high profile people that ran fan sites or ran, um, they were ran running like uh, podcasts and stuff like that. I started right. getting into the podcast. I was like, I see how the Raylos are being treated and stuff like this. And I didn't want to deal with all these followers that I had and the people that I followed, like I basically stepped away and deactivated that account, like just completely. I was like, all right, uh, I'm not touching these people anymore. <laughs> and then I eventually made a new account that I was like, okay, I'm a Raylo and like from the beginning right. so that I wouldn't have that, you know, there would be no misconceptions. There'd be no people that would be um, just completely hostile to my thoughts uh, from without getting to know me at all which is what I felt like is what happened with my first account. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that sounds pretty similar, actually, to what I went through, <laughs> like, really similar. Like, because I started out um, 2015 after I had seen the movie. I'm just like, okay, there's something up with these two after I had seen it twice. And I'm like, I look it up online, Rick and Kylo Ren, and <laughs> I see, I'm like, fan art just pops up. People are fast, by the way. Like, Rayla fan artists, like, we're just scary fast. Like, watch out. But, and it pops up and I'm like, oh, and I scroll further down in the banner and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, okay, 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 I can get with this, I think. And then from there, 
like literally all over my Pinterest feed. It just started popping up with like nothing but Ray fan art. And I'm like, all right, okay, this is cool. I gotta find out more about this. Do other, these other people that are out there that are into this, I gotta find them. Where are they? And I keep on <laughs> saying that the sources are from Twitter and stuff like that. So I'm like, let me go to Twitter because I already had an account. And I, I had like, it was just a personal account. I had like no followers and like I never tweeted. I was just there for the news. And then I still go on there and I start looking and it's, you know, pretty similar to you. I started following the big name accounts once I saw them on there and stuff like that. And I kind of, I, I found, I was able to find the handles of the, you know, the artists and stuff like that. and was able to connect through for Raylos through that way. And I've kept that same account ever since. I don't know how, because there were many times where I probably could have and should have deactivated like the wise Tammy. <laughs> I don't know if the wise to have like five Twitter accounts for three years. Well, because yeah, I, I think it might have saved me a lot of headache if I had just deactivated because same as you, I didn't have people subtweeting me, but like I would like say stuff and it wasn't people that I followed or that were my followers that were against it. It was these random people mm -hmm. that I didn't even know just jumping on my comments. Like, cause I remember my first running I ever had online. I remember it very well. I, there was like a picture of Ray and Kylo Ren snow duel that was tweeted from the official Star Wars account. And I just put hashtag Raylo with heart <laughs> like that, right? I close the phone, I go to bed, I wake up in the morning and there's like 30 tweets underneath it, like, really, I have to be said, you need to stop. Now this isn't good, what is this? I don't know, oh my gosh, I hope she kills him and all this stuff like that. And I'm like, uh. um, and they're like, are you mentally like, okay, everybody's asking me that. I'm like, are you, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You're like, no, I'm not because I'm, a, I'm in school <laughs> and I'm tired right now. It has nothing yeah, to do that, with this. It was my first semester of college, to be fair. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? I'm like, is this, it, is this fandom? Because, like, I had never really been involved online before in Star Wars, oh, uh, other than Star Wars. That was my first experience ever. I really am. And Summer child. For real. I was like, <laughs> oh, because, like, same as you. I listened to Scavenger's Horde. They were my gateway, kind of. You know, yeah. Like, they were, like, the first account that I followed before I even started, you know, following the official Star Wars account. And they were definitely, um, they, Scavenger's Horde is in a lot of our stories as women and brothers and fandom yeah, um, they're basically the ones the that were like ends. it's okay yeah to, and this stuff is really? actually the story that's being told on screen i was really? like thank you yeah <laughs> and like the metas online on tumblr especially like by ashes for foxes and i would see and all that it was like dude this is cool other people think like me and i'm like oh this is nice i i'm comfortable here i like this and I kept my account. It's been rough. <laughs> oh. um, but I'm. But I found here. you. You know, you, yeah, y'all yeah, found me. And like Tammy, I remember like following you when you were Ben's calligraphy, like way back when. Oh, <laughs> that was right after. I think, was that? Yes. Uh, was I that, was like I was right after the last Jedi. You were like my senpai. Like I'm not even because <laughs> like I barely I never interacted with you or anything. I remember that I was just like this girl is 
awesome. I'm like, she's really cool. I'm like, I would just be like, like, share, like, share. I'm like, hey, <laughs> So Nettie is one of the most supportive <laughs> followers out there. Yes, I've for a long time. But yeah, and it was it was cool though. And like coming from that, you know, growing and coming back up. But just like you, I definitely learned very quickly to gravitate towards the female side of the fandom. Um, because yikes. <laughs> yikes. Um, and I have some funny stories to share in a minute um, about my interactions with the male side of the fandom, but um, we'll save that for the end. For Wait. The parts. Uh, go ahead, Molly, your turn. Okay. No, I was going to say, so I actually, um, this might be more appealing to if we do have any uh, male listeners. Um, okay. I, and I talk about this a little bit, but um, on Twitter, sometimes, obviously I joined later. I'm actually approaching my one year anniversary on January 17th of Yay. Twitter. Um, <laughs> Can't believe it's any, Tammy was actually one of the first, I don't know how early on, but she was definitely uh, just one of the people that I found on Twitter earlier on, yeah. but I was like little tiny account um, because I'd come from Tumblr. But the reason why I was on Tumblr um, was because, so I am um, in college, um, was in a fraternity and it's a co-ed fraternity. So it's still, it's still a fraternity. It's just that because of, um, you know, I, like legislation within the past, um, mm -hmm. you know, 20 years or so, um, over time, a lot of these all male society, um, Greek societies, uh, no longer all male, they can't exclude women. And so mine let women in starting like in the eighties or something, but it's was still primarily male dominated. Um, I chose the fraternity over the sorority version. It's a music fraternity. And we were like an extremely, close-knit big group of people who were mostly male mm -hmm. and so I was I'm very used to being like the minority in a group solely just because of my gender um and we we just like it's just like you put up with these jokes all the time about like yeah. They, like nobody makes fun of like your strength or anything because we're all doing this like heavy lifting and marching band and you know stuff like that we're all like we're the ones that are dragging these giant ladders and coolers full of water bottles. I mean, it's so hard. So nobody makes fun of your strength, but they make fun of you in other ways for being a woman. And I just kind of would laugh with it because that's just the thing that I signed up for. I chose this group of people over being with a group of women because I identified more with this, um, I don't know, I guess like just the, the troll and jokes and memes and stuff um, because that's a lot of what they did. Right. But because of that, I um, we're also a bunch of nerds, and I went to go see all of the sequel trilogy with uh, pretty much the same people. And um, when I saw Force Awakens, I definitely I remember distinctly getting in the car with some of my friends, and again, it was all men. Um, and we're all in college and I get in the car and I was like we're, we're still talking and we're talking about like who we thought Ray would be and people are like well she's Skywalker and I was like hmm but don't you think it's kind of like there was some chemistry a little bit with Ray and Kylo and oh my god like you would have everyone was like oh you're disgusting and I was like okay 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 whatever I uh. don't think it, yeah and so I like I put it at the back of my mind I think that night I looked up like Ray Kylo relationship or something like that <laughs> and so like 
I like the Raylo, I guess the term, I don't know if that even existed yet. And yeah, it did. I like, maybe I just didn't find it. I think I just put it to the back of my mind after that because I was like, you know, we're not even going to think about that. All I care about is I hope raise a nobody mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. <laughs> or a Kenobi. I was okay with that. So, and then we go see, so the same group, um, we go see last Jedi and this time <laughs> we go out into the parking lot. Um, and, uh, I, this time I was like, Oh, well, they're definitely, I don't know how, they're definitely a thing. I was like, did you feel the romantic tension? This, like, I think at that point I knew what the term Raylo. Yeah. And again, I was completely shut down. I mean, like, after, my, I was like, after the, shut after down. That? Are you kidding I was me? shut down. Yes. <laughs> like, even, even my friends who like, and these are people who, they love The Last Jedi. They love Ryan Johnson. They love everything about it. The only thing they did not like, and again, these are men. These are guys who are huge fans that have been in it, like, as long as me, even longer, or, you know, I've been in it since I was, um, like, what, like, 13, 14, whatever, and they still were like, you don't talk about this, to the point where um, I created a secret Tumblr for it, just for interacting with the artwork and I remember telling my really really good friend um the very the only friend I told for a while uh, my friend Nikolai who's on Twitter and he's one of my fraternity brothers and I told him I was like Nikolai I have a secret Raylo Tumblr (laughs) like it was this big dirty secret really though the whole reason why I was there was because I was like I have no one to talk about this with because I can't talk about it with the people I'm closest with because they're men and the few women that I know are this is something I wanted to you know touch on maybe in a little bit but like the women that I know um a lot of them don't like they're not part of that community they're not part of Star Wars they're not part of these like I don't want to say nerdy communities because everybody has their own thing but the Star Wars fandom it's just such a it's so different than um I don't know like being into an artist or like a you know like I'm into this band or something like that this is like I don't know this just has so much history and lore and all of this stuff that you have to really learn to if you you could be a surf you know like you could be a fan that just takes it in and enjoys it but then if you want to go deeper I mean you have to like really all this research is involved and so when you find people who are just as dedicated as you kind of making you feel like an outsider because you pick up on this you know chemistry I guess then I mean it drives you to make a secret tumblr blog (laughs) that it it ended up being it ended up mostly just being Raylo memes over time because it's me (laughs) but still I didn't feel like I really fit in until I found um I found Briar Trash's um discord and I because I had been putting out I had been putting out like signals on tumblr on both my blogs like i'm looking for other railos like i don't know what i'm doing here um and this was this was only a year ago and i found discord and then a month later i joined twitter and now here i am um and so i never i never uh, experienced a lot of the earlier stuff that you guys went through because i experienced it in real life and immediately was like okay no one wants to hear this we're not going to talk about it um we're just going to talk about newt gunray so <laughs> <laughs> i just <laughs> no, 
funny is that that like shut down the like how you were shut down about it as like I I kind of did that to myself like I was like I self shut down (laughs) because like watching The Force Awakens opening night I was like during the interrogation scene I was like something's going on here (laughs) and then and then I went and I googled like what's going on with Rey trying to figure out and everybody was saying that she was a Skywalker and that Rey and Kylo were related and so I was just like all right I'm stepping away (laughs) obviously I have no idea what's going on (laughs) obviously I do not know what's happening here and I misread everything so I just like self-shut down and then um you know later on when I started thinking about it again and thinking about Kylo and that was also like a really deep emotional thing for me and I self-shut down on that and then eventually I kind of was like all right I could deal with this but yeah and instead of having like the necessarily like other people it was like a it was like a okay no (laughs) right for myself you're telling yourself that you were wrong which you shouldn't (laughs) feel like you have to do I mean you're an intellectual uh you knew right away that she wasn't a Skywalker I knew that (laughs) you're sure Nettie knew that I mean I I never wanted it wasn't necessarily about what I thought like it what I thought didn't matter yeah. because that's what everybody everybody else said that she was a skywalker so i was like oh well, that so you're wrong but that's that's my like one of my things one of my like trauma things is that yeah. right. i think i'll i'll i get so easily like dissuaded from stuff because of the, the outside influences are much more strong than i feel i am inside i guess so right. i'm the exact like, opposite for this <laughs> because like i latch on to something and i do not let go. And it's like, mm. I, I will be civil. I will be polite. But if you dare to try to tell me that my opinion is invalid because this, this, or this, I will tell you, you are wrong. <laughs> and I will listen mm-hmm. to that you are wrong because you just are. And I cannot keep my mouth shut. <laughs> well, and you're, find- the, you're the problem, apparently, according to the male fans, Nettie, you're the reason why I Star Wars know. is ruined. So I'm the problem. So we can go ahead and move on to that part. Um, all right, let's, this is a crash course. I want to define what is online bullying or harassment? What do you mm. think classifies as online bullying or harassment? Let's use an mm. example. Let's say I post, hmm, I like tacos. And mm. somebody replies back to me with, okay, cool. I like them too. That's not bullying. That's not harassment. You know, they're just agreeing with me. Somebody else replies with, I hate tacos. Is that bullying? Is that harassment? Mm, no. No. But Mm-mm. I didn't ask. But then again, they didn't ask for <laughs> then again, then again, they didn't ask for my opinion either. And it's just you know, they can reply to whatever the heck they want. But if someone replies back to me with, I hate tacos. You are the worst person in the world for liking tacos. I think you should die because you like tacos. Oh. That is where we draw the line. And we say that is classified as online bullying or harassment. And that is what has been done to many, many, many women. And many, many women specifically that are in the Raylo part of the fandom. We have been harassed, literally physically stalked, some of us have. Death threats sent to us. All this crazy stuff. All because we shipped two space wizards. Like, we didn't ask for any of this at all and before you say because i get this all the time 
when I say that online. I'm like, we didn't ask for any of this. Leave us alone. Well, you guys should leave us alone, and you guys should, <sighs> you know, jumping on our stuff and stuff. Victim like that. blaming, yeah, whatever. This is, yeah, you're flipping the tables here because here's the thing: you guys have been harassing us for years. You guys have been telling us we're wrong for years, and all this stuff we've just been internalizing it and all that stuff. Well, eventually, guess what? The dam's gonna break. We get tired of hearing it over and over and over again. And yes, you are going to probably get typed that in all caps and get your little feelings hurt because we're sick of it. And it's nothing against you unless you're one of those terrible people who thinks we should die because we ship this fictional pairing. Um, but we just don't like that you have, why do you have to tell us that what we're feeling or what we're saying is just horrible and incorrect? Like you can do that, I guess, if you want to in like a nice diplomatic kind of way. I don't know how you can tell somebody that they're horrible in a diplomatic kind of way. But, no, it's you know, aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive like, negotiations. <laughs> there's a way, you know, you can be like, oh, I think, you know, this is, I'm not cool with it. Or maybe like, like, you can leave it at that. Just, just as a suggestion, yeah. why don't these people, if they think shipping Raylo is wrong and bad, mm-hmm. write a conceptual think piece about why you think shipping Raylo is wrong and bad. Yeah, go for it. Do because, that, but yeah. don't involve the yeah. people that are actually, my business. Okay, because we, you know, actually create content on <laughs> yeah. what you believe. No, no, no. Too do. hard. Too, too hard, Daddy. But that's too hard. Yeah. That's too hard. It's easier uh, to attack us. Right? Like, that's we're what staying it in our like. lane. And yeah. all, again, it's just, you know, it's from behind a screen. It's from behind a computer screen, phone screen, whatever you use. And it's easy, you know, to just get angry and all this stuff. Because, like, it's just one thing. Okay, go ahead. Also, like, we didn't make Ray and Kylo kiss in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do that. Are you sure? sure? I thought we we paid off Lucasfilm to do You were kind of busy there for a while, Tammy. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry, I'm crying. You disappeared too. (laughs) (laughs) She's actually crying. (laughs) That's the thing, by the way. People think that we paid Lucasfilm or something or bribed somebody some way to make them. I wish they listened to me. I wish they listened to me. Yeah, Yeah, we can have another podcast about that. (laughs) The movie would have been very different. (laughs) The movie would have been different. But, and again, there's good things and bad things about that movie. We'll talk about that some other time. We'll talk about that some other time. But, again. Okay, sorry to derail. No, no. no. No, We didn't create Raylo. We didn't create it. They no, we did. just read the clues, but, uh, you know, apparently that's, so you know, that's just... So if you want to attack people for ruining the fandom with romance and all this stuff, go attack the creators. Don't do or, that. Or just don't. We don't didn't don't do that. You already did that. Hey, if you, if you already attacked you already them, so... Yeah. What am I talking about? But ruin go, Johnson. Go talk, to, <laughs> go talk to your side of... Then go talk to your side of the fandom, because, you know, I'm not going to say that this this community is very like we the second that we see somebody that is attacking that is 
doing that type of online harassment and bullying Mm -hmm. and they're from our side, we immediately cut them out. And so I get really frustrated when people are like, here's this one instance and it's probably something from like a year ago, uh, this one instance of like this this fan who stalked Joanne or stalk Adam Driver, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, this person, they're not on social, they're not here anymore. We have all blocked them. They are suspended from their accounts. We oh. don't associate. We do our research. You should be a fly we do. wall in group chats. Rayla's. <laughs> like Sherlock Holmes who? Okay. Like, I, like, we know, we know when this stuff is happening and we just, we do not associate. I mean, it blows up. You just don't see it. And you assume the worst of us because of some screenshot where someone's name is blurred out and it ends up not even being a Raylo. And that is what makes me angry. And that is when I lash out. And it's especially hard when I see people going after these wonderful not just women, but like even the men that's you know oh, are yeah. in this fandom too. When I see people getting attacked that is when I lash out because I'm pretty quiet until I see the need to get involved because when I see bullying like this online, I'm just, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I, There's no call for it either because like, no. we're well, all mostly grown men are the people that are doing this harassment. Yeah. I mean, you can take yeah. care of people. They really are. And yeah. again, dealing with that, like not just the harassment too, like it's ridiculous because I remember one time I had this, these two men gang up on me. One of them uh, was like a popular account who hates Ryan Johnson. Um, and they were ganging up on me and I, I had the conversation muted. I'm just like, I'm not even going to associate with that. And a friend of mine sent a screenshot to me and she was like, did you see this? Cause it popped up on their feed cause they were replying to me. And it was that person and the other person they had apparently dug up old selfies of mine that I had posted on Twitter and were they weren't degrading my looks they were doing the exact opposite oh no detail and I was like are you kidding me you were just calling me this 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 and now you're like oh I want to get with her I want to do this girl something like that oh she's cute or something like that I came back and I was just blue in a rage like I really did like that ticked me off because like I was like I was like I was done I'm cool whatever it's fine and then they start making comments like that and I'm like oh are you kidding me right now are you kidding me and again you know with like my friend who's the one who sent me that and it's like we're again how I talked about how we're such a tight-knit community yeah we're gonna stick up for each other (laughs) yeah if you post about one of us you're gonna get the Rayla's attacking you because oh no here they come yeah number (laughs) number one you asked for it by, yeah, yeah, you poked the bear. You're going to get it. You know, mess with the bull, you get the horns. That's what you're going to get. Like, that's plain and simple. Like, you really, you really expect, okay, so you go and make a tweet about my mother or something like that, right? Let's just do this hypothetically. You make a tweet about my mom. How do you not expect me to go and just blast your butt online for doing that? Because that's just wrong. You shouldn't do that. It's the same thing. I mean, and by, by Nettie talking about making a tweet about her mom, she's not talking about you making no. a tweet about Kylo or Ray. She's talking no. about like actual friends of people. Yeah. Nettie, that's, I'm so sorry. I mean, as someone who 
look, I had someone the other day make a comment about my looks and meant mm-hmm. to be an insulting thing. It ended up being <laughs> the most hilarious. Um, I love that you can of- laugh this stuff off, Molly. <laughs> well, it's because it ended up being like a huge compliment. They meant it as an insult. Oh, and, um, you gotta send they, that to me they- later. <laughs> They meant it as an insult, and the best part of this was before I could respond, some, another Raylo that I don't think I was even following or that followed me said, how on earth is that an insult? And it was just like, yes. everyone starts jumping in, like, just having fun with it. And that's, unfor- I mean, it is unfortunate kind of how, you know, the, the person had the intent of bullying me, and um, for something that... I, it was a tweet from like April or something. And, you know, I, just because I'm posting it publicly, it doesn't mean that I am looking for that kind of attention. We should be able to do that publicly without getting attacked or getting stalked or things like that. I've gone private twice on Twitter uh, because I've been concerned about that there's nothing that I put on Twitter that I'm embarrassed or ashamed by um I think everything through that I do but it shouldn't be like you know I'm just trying to stay over in my part of the fandom just the same way anyone else is just the same as like someone who ships uh Draco and Hermione just the same as right I don't I don't know Marvel ships but you know just like (laughs) (laughs) Nat Nat Buck right Bucky Nat, but okay. Uh, Bucky Nat, I'm Nat Bucky. <laughs> Look, I didn't even remember like which movie Lo- Loki um, dies in. I said the wrong one the other day at work, and everyone was like, "Molly, <laughs> wait, which time Loki dies? Which time? time? Yeah, it's like I thought times. it was just once, <laughs> and I've seen them all. <laughs> no, it's it's just it's not my fandom. And you know what's funny though is that. I don't have a problem with, if people want to ship other things, if they want Fenray, if they want Damer, I don't really yeah. care. I'm not going to go look you out on Twitter and comment on it. You ship whatever you want, honey. At the end of the day, ours just happened to end up being canon, but that doesn't mean that I w- thought it was ever going to happen. And so either way, if it's canon or not, stay on your side of the fandom. Don't come and take screenshots of me. Go have fun and make your own content. I'm sorry that we have fun. And I, and that we're women. I mean, I feel like that's a huge part of it is because there's so many women we're easy to make fun of. Exactly. And that's and just like we're so passionate. Oh, um, you know, the second people care about something is the second that other people feel like they can laugh at them. It seems like always. Yeah. Right. And what makes it worse is that the majority of us are women. And again, yeah. that ties back to society and just how they view women as emotional. And so so many of us with, you know, mental health issues or being trauma survivors and seeing that like deep, those deep like emotional stuff that we have reflected in the story. Like Mm -hmm. that's the reason why a lot of us connect to it too. So like belittling people for having that deep of a connection to a story just is so wrong. It's it's just so like demeaning and dehumanizing, yeah. pretty much. Oh, chill! It's just a movie. Just <laughs> calm down. Like that is. After like, I harass you for about you know five hours, just chill. It's just a movie. Why are you? Ooh, so upset? it's all net. I I sincerely hope 
that some of these people are, I get to meet them in person because I guarantee you none of these people would be saying it to my face because it's, I'll be hiding behind you, Molly, (laughs) and tweeting about it, but I'll be hiding. (laughs) I, I am a, I do not, I mean, I, I just, I feel like I have to put this defense up sometimes and it sucks. And I have to think through the ways that I tweet and I have to think, I have to strategize whenever something happens. What does this mean for all of these women that are not involved, but are going to be targeted simply for shipping this thing? And we're, as women, we are having to work twice as hard to protect ourselves. And it sucks so much that you have to think that much of like, because I'm going to be seen as the face of this group, how do I have to behave? Like we're a huge group of individuals and just lumping us all together is just so like, and again, talking about that, there's like, there's a point where people are like, we have to project this certain image, you know, we have to do this, we have to do that. We can't say this, can't say that because people are really looking at us. And then there's the other people kind of like myself where I fall into where I don't care because it's like, leave me alone. (laughs) Let me live my life, you know? And it's like, at the same time, you know, be respectful. Yes. I have had plenty of respectful conversations with people online who do not ship what I ship, who do not like the last Jedi, whatever we have had. I've had so many respectful conversations with men online who don't enjoy that stuff that I do. And some of them I've even pulled over to my side, but it's like, I I don't go looking for your comments and the fandom menace and all that junk that you have, you know, you're like, <sighs> go trying to jump on your posts and everything like that. It's the other way around. And again, this whole talk again, you know, men, women, why does it have to be about gender? Because that's how society has made it. That's yeah. your fault, not ours. And so you take that up with the white males who have made the rules because they have and we are i you know playing by the rules sure but it comes a point you know where it's like do we really have to you know and like there are outliers and it's like we're made to feel like outliers like everywhere constantly especially Mm -hmm. in fandom and it's like forget this. I'm not going to try to fit in your neat little box, you know, and that's where a lot of us, at the point a lot of us have reached, and it's part me personally, especially, like, I don't care, and there's a way to do it, you know, have conversation and be respectful, and a lot of us get to a point, and it's hard, I understand, but we get to a point where, you know, we get, like, pushed over the edge, like, something happens, or I don't know, and it's just, you go off the chain online, and it happens and I try my best to control myself because that's just me but I know a lot of other people are not like me and I don't expect them to be because they've had different experiences in their life and that has made them different than I am and sure you can label them as aggressive or stuff like that but you wouldn't be labeling them that if they were men yeah they're not and you know it's like it's they're just defending what they love and again again there are outliers you know there are people again the stalking and all that stuff that apparently quote-unquote railos have done okay maybe some of them have and 
that's their fault. Again, like Molly was talking about, we don't claim that. We do not celebrate that. We do not condone that at all. It's not okay. It's not what we're The about. only thing all of us have in common is shipping rails. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, Tammy. I mean, you live, you know, kind of close to me, sort of. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Nettie, I love tacos, so like, I don't yeah, yeah. you already so no, it's. I have to think of you know what this reminds me of, and um, I don't know, T- Tammy, you should definitely know this reference, but um, the do you remember the um, the Star Wars boy, the the kid that took this video of himself um with a lightsaber, wishing yeah, like yeah. it it he the worst kind of bullying online he was the biggest joke I don't know if meme was even a term yet um he I think it was at that time they called it going viral before you know before it's memes it was all just videos (laughs) yeah like I'm gonna turn on you know uh my super sweet 16 in the background and uh place them um go on my star wars forums and stuff but that that kid just like that's like that's an extreme of it but he was you know at the time everyone made fun of him um but he he was just doing what he loved yeah he just wanted to he who doesn't want to wave a lightsaber he wants to swing a lightsaber around like that there's a whole place now where you can buy very expensive lightsabers you can pay a lot of money to go into a park to spend more money to buy a lightsaber you can build a droid like and it's celebrated, right. but you shouldn't have to go through this horrible, like, online and in-person doxing, bullying, harassment. You shouldn't have to go through all of that to get to that point. No. This, this doesn't make you any stronger. This just hurts you. And you have to, people need to think about, like, what those lasting repercussions are. Because it right. happens to some of the actors, too, like, mm. I always think of Jake Lloyd and Ahmed Best and Hayden yeah. and just like, and Kelly, you know, recently Kelly. Oh God, Kelly. I mean, she has no, I mean, she'll never, she has a little understanding now, I think after the, you know, wonderful um, book that was given to her, but uh, yeah. by some of our own, but you know, it's just, it's just really upsetting to think that this just continues. And this is why people say that we have the worst fandom out of and, any fandom. Right. And again, that book that was given to Kelly Marie Tran, that was organized by Raylos, that whole thing. And no and, agenda, nothing. No, because I was fortunate enough to have some of my art put in there. And I just, again, we all just want to we we are having the most fun creating the most content out of any other sect of the fandom mm-hmm. at all and our all this stuff and you know talking about we'll move on to our last segment uh, about how we can move uh move forward um because a lot uh we're, we're not going to talk about the film again but i know rise of skywalker even though Rayla was indeed made canon it left a lot of uh, bitter taste in our mouths. Um, some of us really loved it. Some of us, like myself, you know, we're kind of in between. We loved some of it, and we really didn't like some of it. Um, but there's this whole process of 
you know, it, somebody put it best online, um, where Lando from Solo, where he's like, I don't like it, I don't agree with it, but I'll accept it. Like, you know, those things, <laughs> I don't like it, I don't agree with it, but I'll accept it. And I'm just like, yes. And then I, I can vibe with that, you know? And like, from here on out, you know, what can we do? It's because if you, and I will not, if you've been online, past few days as of the day that we've posted this um which should be by january 12th if you've been online recently you have seen some things specifically what we've been talking about about harassment that i've been floating around online specifically targeted towards uh Raylos and women in the star wars fandom um how do we pick up and move on from all this grief that have just been put upon us lately, the best way I can sum it up is from Rose by Rose Tico, <laughs> you know, saving what we love, you know, and continuing to do what we love. You know, you might feel like you want to move on from the online side of fandom and that's okay. That's fine because our queen, Kelly Marie Tran, had to do that too and that's okay because taking a break doesn't mean you're you know weaker than you know the rest of us you know for staying online tammy's done it several times she's had <laughs> big breaks you know and that's okay meanwhile me who probably drives herself crazy staying online all the time who should probably take a heck of a lot more breaks than she should doesn't and it's like i have the utmost respect for people like tammy who can just quit twitter like that for a while and like respect because i wish i could do that and like that's okay if you want to do that that's fine and if you would like to can you know continue staying online you know interacting you know i my best advice and i think all of us can agree is you know we're not gonna get anywhere by fighting what we hate but by saving we'll we'll get there by saving what we love and that means doing what we love like i have recently lost myself in the side of the fandom uh, in fan fiction again i've lost myself in that and then also podcasting i am lucky to have that and i'm also working on this amazing project with this amazing uh, fellow artist um i guess i'll announce it here but <gasps> if you've seen the comic online where ventress and kylo ren are stuck in the world between worlds um i'm gonna be the colorist for that oh, <laughs> That'll be really fun. We're actually planning on printing it out for celebration. Um, wow. So really want really excited, you know, and that's, that's where I'm going to be moving forward, you know, cause I'm trying to enjoy myself and I am, I'm having a great time out here, you know, and like, that's awesome. cool. And, you know, just lose yourself in what you love. Don't get caught up in what you hate. How are you guys planning, you know, to move along? Oh. Well, I'm, my number one thing first is curating, continuing to curate my online experience the best that I can. That's good. So um, making sure that I am, if, if someone that, if, if I'm seeing a lot of negativity, maybe I might need to mute someone for a bit, something like that. If I need to get off and step off of my Twitter myself, if I need to, um, make a new side Twitter account, which is sometimes what people do. Um, whatever you need to do to, 
to mute, you know, mute certain words if you just can't deal with, you know, a specific person's name or character's name mm-hmm. being talked about, then mute the word, you know, whatever you need to do, curate your online experience, step away from online experience. That's my number one thing that I'm going to be doing. Also, um, personally, things that I'm creating or working on, I did, I have already written a, kind of a fix it. Um, I wrote kind <gasps> of a fix it for Rise of Skywalker, which is on my Twitter, on my, pin, my pin tweet. Um, it's already up on AO3. Uh, it's just this little like scene of some dialogue between Ray and Kylo because we didn't get much. Um, so <laughs> that's like my one of my main things is like I need to like process the I process things. So uh-huh. for me, writing is processing. So I did some of that, and I'll probably continue to do some like writing and processing, even if it's just like writing about how I want a story to go or planning a story and I never actually write it, that still helps me, you know, thinking about stuff. So I'll, I'll probably keep writing, thinking, processing, um, for, for my own mental health, a lot of my thoughts have to occur like that, like on paper. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, a lot of writing, a lot of curating my online experience and getting super into the Mandalorian because, it's fun. It's a really yeah. fun show. Um, we've already started a rewatch. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're really like my husband and I are. We both love the show, and and we will stop and like pause and talk about it and um, yell about how cute Baby Yoda is. And it's you know focus on what's bringing you joy and what helps you move along, and that's what we'll keep on doing awesome and for me um well i can't really escape um anything that the mouse owns um (laughs) i um i actually um i have my own ways of doing it in real life because i really am um and you know this is something that megan who you know unfortunately couldn't join us um she can relate to is like you kind of have to like you get it shoved in your face and you kind of have to be like well whether or not I'm in a good mood I mean you're gonna have to get me in a good I will be putting out that I'm in a good mood and so I'm used to kind of like finding ways to like make it better um and usually online for me that's with memes as silly and trivial as it seems um I love laughter and I love laughing and um, you know, the prequels were some, I mean, I've always loved the prequels and something that came out of the prequels were those prequel memes. And I will continue, um, helping create a new generation of memes that can be, <laughs> to be it. brought into, um, with this, with this saga. Um, and, uh, not just that though. I mean, the wonderful thing about this community was like, all these Raylo artists are the reason why I decided that I could illustrate. This was something that I could do. And I have worked for almost a year now, um, trying to teach myself procreate and drawing these like little, I call them doodles and like puns. Um, but it, they take me incredibly, like many said, Raylo artists are fast. Um, there is one who is not, her name is Molly. <laughs> it takes me a very, very long time to draw. And 
but like this community is inspiring and I love to make everybody laugh. Um, but I also just like, it's calming for me to do this. And um, I just, I'm going to continue doing these drawings, these Star Wars drawings, because I have no, I have no desire to be doing anything else. This is what I want to do. This is what I do in my free time. And just continuing to be an online presence and be positive and realizing that um, sometimes it is okay for me to take a step back, but mm-hmm. that I, I just want to continue interacting with my friends. And I just want to say that, like, I appreciate y'all so much. And I appreciate everyone who's listening. And I hope that this helps any of you, Raylas, who feel like you don't have a place because you absolutely do. I want you here. I waited, you know, many of us waited for a very long time for women to be here and didn't think that that was ever a possibility. And so to have that community, that for me is enough. And if I was a crier, I would be crying right now, <laughs> but I only cry at sad animal things. I cry about bad animal things, but I'm crying on the inside. I, I, I am usually crying. I think I'm just tired today, but um, it, you know, it just, that's what keeps me going. And I'll bring some more of that positivity and perhaps what keeps other, you know, people in this fandom going, women and Raylo's going um, from other people that we know possibly next time I think this was just you know yeah this was definitely kind of like a round table discussion kind of like a therapy session (laughs) yeah yeah people can can hear it because again I kept calling this like you know educational session and I'm not kidding I'm not saying that you know to be demeaning or anything a lot of people just don't know yeah and now you know you know, and I, I, again, my job as I feel like as somebody who has a platform, who has a voice, I feel like it should be our job to lift those up who might not and, you know, put people's stories out there, you know, that need to be heard. And I feel like this definitely needed to be addressed, needed to be talked about. So whether you are a real whether you're not a Raylo and you're listening to this right now. Um, I hope that you can get something out of this. And I really hope that we can all continue to learn and grow together. And I just, I really hope that moving forward, we can all try to strive to be more understanding. Um, That's the main thing. Uh, Communicate respectfully in the future is really a big thing as well. And social media breaks are definitely a good thing. <laughs> That's another thing. <laughs> That's another thing to take out of it. Um, but yeah, thank you both so much for sharing. Uh, that was amazing. And again, I hope our listeners really, really enjoyed, really enjoyed listening to this. So um, any last thoughts? before we sign off. So I have, uh, I just want, like I, something Molly said really struck me um, about how she waited a long time for this, this type of a space. And this space is here. Like we have this space as female fans, um, as female Star Wars fans. 
there is a space for us and we can't like, I'm not going to say like, we can't let other people, you know, take over, but like, this is our space and we're not going away. Mm -hmm. Um, and if I could reach back to 12 year old me who knew every single word to attack of the clones and read the novelization so many times it fell apart, but didn't find a space online or anyone to talk to about it. Um, and show her what is happening now, like she would be so over the moon. And I'm trying not to cry thinking about that. I want to cry now. (laughs) (laughs) Because this, I I don't want to let anybody take that away. My, I wish I could hug, I want to hug both of you through the phone right now. Um, What I'm going to say is actually, you reminded me today at work, I had this, girl um come in she was probably like 10 or something and super cute had like this big pink bow in her hair and like cute outfit looks like way better than I did at her age um you know just like looked like she would be on the princess side of you know the store and she comes up and I'm over at the box office and she comes up with the big deluxe big set of um Rise of Skywalker characters and you know Ray is obviously at the very front of it and she had to have her you know have help counting out her money it was her money that she was spending on this you know $30 toy um just to get all of the different characters and I was like I leaned over and I was like you like Star Wars and she was just like yeah and I was like that's the coolest thing ever don't stop loving it And then I like covered her in stickers, but I just, I want to keep seeing that because I didn't have that. I didn't get those interactions and now these interactions exist. And I mean, I, just because I was a fan prior to Raylo doesn't make me any less of a Raylo and I continue loving it because of that. And so I want to keep spreading that love. And so getting interactions like that online and in person, I mean, those exist out there and so Mm -hmm. it makes it worth it and like yeah you just mentioned with the kid like because I a lot of people know but I have a a really a much younger brother uh he's 10 and he's a part of this um after school cute program um it's called you know Jedi class and (laughs) it's full of a bunch of kids I used to co-teach it but now I don't anymore and it's the coolest thing because there are a bunch of girls in the class and, you know, it's like really intermingled. There's a few people um, that are disabled and there are girls and boys all in there. And it's like a really diverse mix of kids in there. They don't care. It's the coolest thing. It's like never once have I, did I ever hear my experience with me being there you're a girl or you know like all this stuff like why are you here or anything like that no they're just like oh cool who's your favorite character and all this stuff like you know oh my favorite movie was this or whatever and like it's just the coolest thing and like you know how like these little little girls like you know their favorite character I I know this little girl her favorite character is Kylo Ren and I think my my hashtag relatable yeah and like (laughs) I think my brother's favorite is like Ahsoka or something and it's like now that divide like gender divide that we had you know boys only like boy characters girls only like girl characters 
that does not exist anymore. Like when you talk about like, you know, little kids like that, my experience with it, they're like, he's a boy. You like, you sure he's your favorite character? Yeah. <laughs> like my little cousin, I remember I took her shopping with me one time before we went to go see Last Jedi and we were with my grandmother. When she picks up this shirt with Vader on it, and she's like, I want this one. My grandma's like, you sure? There's a Princess Leia one over here. She's like, I like Princess Leia, but I want this one. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and like, that's okay. Like, if she would have picked Princess Leia, I wouldn't have thought any less of her, you know? Because it's like, you know, like who you like, you know? And yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. And it's definitely, definitely changed. That's the future. That's what we have to look forward to. And that's the mm-hmm. cool part about it. That's the hope. You know, just like Broom Boy at the end of the last Jedi. Yeah. Which well, let's protect it. Yeah, let's protect it and let's do that. And keep nurturing it. Exactly. Exactly. If you have the ability to do so, you know, your kids, kids, friends, you know, your brothers, sisters, whatever, nieces, nephews, grandkids. And new people, new people yeah. in the fandom. Yeah it's it's innocent you know it is it's good keep it that way so if that's all um we'll go ahead and wrap up all right well thank you guys so much um you can find us online under at women ot wills on twitter we are also on facebook i believe um women of the wills on facebook and you can find all of our handles on at women ot wills on twitter um, all of the hosts' handles are on there. You can find us through there. Please send us your comments, by the way, um, to our direct messages, either on Facebook or on Twitter, because I literally got one in the middle of the show, actually, from one of you guys. Oh. Um, and I I really want to read it because it really made me happy. Like, this person had no idea that we were recording right now. Um, but this is at Jackie B. Benjamin. Uh, they sent us a direct message, and they said, Hi there. I'm a teacher here, married to a published author and artist, and we both love Disney World and Star Wars. Just wanted to say hi and thank you so much. I'm trying to find positivity right now, and it's really freaky and hard. Thank you. You guys shine through so much, so thank you for that. And we just randomly got it. That made my day. And, you know, we get hey, you rock. a lot. You rock so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Jackie. And, you know, we'll follow you back right now. So thank you so much. You are awesome. And hey, I like Disney World too, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, Jackie, come hang out with us. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's all we got for today. So you can find nice. us online. Um, signing off. I'm Nettie. I'm Tammy. And I'm Molly. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 What does your heart tell you? We have hope. Hope that things can get better. That's how we're gonna win. Not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. Well, now he begs you to help him in his struggle struggle against the Empire. I regret that I am unable to present my father's request to you in person. But my my ship has fallen under attack, and I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan has failed. 
I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion with the memory systems of this R2 unit. My father won't know how to retrieve it. You must see this droid safely delivered to him on Alderaan. This is our most desperate hour. Help me. I'll be one, Kenobi.